What's up, world? Welcome to the Dig on Doug podcast. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm going to be bringing you episodes all about having fun, real, and deep conversations. So I hope you enjoy, and let's get digging. I'm super excited. Uh, tonight, we got my boy Chris is back in the building. What's up? You know, me and Chris, we be rocking together. This is like our fourth uh, episode together. Uh, Chris might just have to go ahead and start his own podcast. I don't know what that'd be called. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm, I'm totally fine being a guest on yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, my 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 uh, entrepreneurial uh, and creative energies flow in a different direction. Hey, we all got our own superpowers. Yeah, and that'll be another podcast somewhere down the road. Woo woo. <laughs> um, so we are here sitting on um. March 16th, 316, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, you know, that glass breaking. Maybe if I can find some good glass breaking, I'll put it in like right there. Um, and so Chris and I both work in higher education. And um, as it is March 16th, 2020, um, we are going through the COVID-19 crisis. And so it's a lot going on right now. And it's um, we just got mandated to the point where we are doing shelter in place. This is wild. And I had been looking over the weekend and everything like on social media. And uh, people are like, oh, this is a great moment. Like for uh, introverts, this is going to be like be sheltered and be by myself or be on my small crew. And today I was thinking, this is hell for us extroverts. <laughs> no, nobody's talking about the extroverts it's like we don't get no love out here it's like oh you're just bubbly people and so i wanted to do this episode because there's fellow extroverts out there you know we're going to be struggling have to be in the house by ourselves like a person like myself i live by myself and so um yeah that's going to be pretty tough and like my gym not being open and having access and so um we're just going to look at the the life and uh, past, present, and future, um, and give some advice to my uh, fellow extroverts. Right. No, and I mean, I think the, I think the most important thing before we get started is that Doug and I both recognize that you know COVID and the coronavirus and all this stuff is important, and that we're not just because we're extroverts and that we crave that attention or not attention, we crave that energy and being around people we love and people we care about doesn't mean that we're going to be stupid and break um, the shelter-in-place order just so that we can stand in the middle of a crowd and be like, oh my gosh, feed me your energy. Yeah, no go-to here. It's going to be a struggle and it's going to be hard because, I mean, it's. I was talking about uh, leading up to it before we were talking about before the shelter-in-place order was placed in, my friends and I were talking in our group chat, and the rest of them are pretty are much more introverted than I am, and so, and my one friend who's like the exact opposite of me in terms of extroversion versus introversion, he's, we were joking, like, he's been training for this his whole life. <laughs> his dream right now, and on the flip side, this is Chris's nightmare. Like, this is like the worst possible thing that could happen to Chris. I'm like, do not remind me. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> yeah, so and so yes, oh, go ahead. And, but yes, but basically, compared to everything that's happening in the world, all the people getting sick, all the people, um, you know, dying because of this. Like, we're not trying to make light of that. We understand that this is a huge thing, and that you know, everybody follow the follow the directions of the CDC and everything. Wash your hands. Hmm? 
Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. You know, maintain proper social distance. You know, don't hang out in large crowds. You know, Only large crowds are illegal now. That is crazy. Large crowds are illegal currently. I know. Or highly not recommended. Yeah. And so we get all of that. So, you know, just want to make sure we put that out there. We don't want to get flamed that like, oh, my God, these two guys are not taking this seriously. They're like making light of this whole COVID thing. No, we get it. And we're going to follow all of this like to the T. But personally, it's going to suck. It is, it is going to yes it is going to suck um chris just gave you the psa and so now i'm going to go in on the other side so as a career counselor um i understand the the extrovert introvert spectrum and everything um <clears throat> on the scale people have both sides i i truly um agree with that if you ever taken the myers-briggs uh, personality uh indicator um, it is show that, um, but sometimes people are clearly on one side or the other. And so just to get a definition and a clarity of like what extrovert and introvert means, um, I just want to touch on that really quickly because a lot of people are like, oh, extroverts are all these outgoing people and they're so like amazing and they do all these things. Um, and then they're like introverts, you know, they're just antisocial people and they don't want to do anything and da, 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 da. Both of those are wrong. So like the social definitions not like the definition we're striving towards right correctly and so when when you look at introverts and what introvert and extrovert really means on the spectrum is where do you gather energy from how do you recharge to go do things and all of that stuff and so an introvert gets their energy more so from being around either themselves or a small group of trusted people that they really love or enjoy as where an extrovert gets their energy from large group of people, um, it does not always have to be in, in a sense necessarily um, people that they know directly, but it's the large energy. And this means that extrovert or introvert can be your uh, movie actors, can be your music performers, all of that stuff. Um, that doesn't have a... Uh, does not have a rule on which one that they need to be in order to do that kind of thing um correct chris right because you can because there are introverts that are you know actors and things like that the same way there are extroverts that can sit in the lab and do like work by themselves it doesn't necessarily have to define everything about you but it is very truly about where you draw your energy from and people who understand that can find a way to leverage that toward possible careers. I know I'm stealing the whole career thing, but also just how you can help you understand how you interact with people and understanding how you can best benefit from those situations that life throws at you, knowing if you are more extroverted or introverted, along with, you know, all the other things with the MBTI, which, you know, not it's obviously not the end-all, be-all, but it is a good way to at least start the conversation about who you are and, you know, what drives you as a person. Yeah, so it's a, I like to say it's a more clear horoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So definitely that. And so yep. looking at our lives and, you know, we both have taken the MBTI and we both assess and, and believe the notion that we are extroverts. Um, so, Chris, what is your, your life story in a sense? Just some glimpses of um, how you understand either maybe you did not understand early um, young that you were extrovert or just, uh, but memories that you have of like, yeah, like, I, looking back now, I really see myself as an extroverted person. 
Right. Well, I think I've always, I mean, I've always enjoyed having a large group of friends. I've always enjoyed being around people. Um, you know, I, you know, there's some, there's definitely some typical extroversion type things, like socially extroverted things about me. I don't mind being the center of attention, even though I don't necessarily crave it. I don't mind, um, you know, just, you know, being with a whole bunch of people and things like that. And, you know, I can, you know, I, I would go out. It's funny because I was just talking about this with um, my mom the other day and like, cause my mom's an introvert. And so she projected her introversion onto me when I was in middle school and high school. And so she would always tell me that you can't go out every single day on the weekend, Chris, cause you're going to get tired and like run out of energy. So you need a day to like stay at home and recharge. And I'm sitting here going like, I love you mom, but what the hell are you talking about? Like the more I'm around people, the like happier and more energetic I get. But you know, she's my mom and I'm yeah. not going to be mm-hmm. like, you're wrong. You're wrong, mom. I'm going to hang out with my friends, you know, cause that's how you get your ass kicked. Yeah. So, that's how you, you get know, your ass kicked. Yeah, so, you know, I would, so, you know, I would only hang out with friends one day, and then I would stay home the next day, and just because my mom would say, or my dad, but my mom would say, you know, no, you can't go out, so I'm like, all right, fine. So then now as I'm an adult, and I'm understanding myself more, I'm like, mom, I totally, like, we literally just had this conversation, like, a couple weeks ago, like, you were, like, I get, I get what you're trying to say, but you're wrong about that <laughs> and then like i could have gone out all the time i didn't need that like going out more would have like just energized me more because i would have just been around people and love being around people and things like that so i think if i'd understood that a little earlier i could have changed like my pattern with hanging out with my friends but then it would have you know stumbled on other things so yeah so yeah, that's my story. That, that is that's your story. Nice. So, so mine. Um, I mean, I didn't understand early, but I always, like yourself, had like a large group of friends. Um, enjoyed going out and hanging with people um, because just li- like just being secluded and just being like at home was like never a thing for me. I was that guy who, I mean, I don't think I ever got an award for it or anything, but I was always at school. Like I was just. I had, in a sense, perfect attendance. Now, did that mean perfect grades and everything for me? No. Um, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed going to school. I enjoyed being no, around. Yeah, I love being at school. Like, summer like summer always sucked for me. Oh, God. Like, like the gaps between, like, when... Because my parents always signed me up for all kinds of summer camps and summer programs and things okay. like that. So, but the gaps where, like, school was out, but summer camp hadn't started yet was, like, the longest, like two or three weeks of my life and then when summer camps ended but school hadn't started yet same thing like by the time school started i was like can i when does school start i want to see people i need to see my friends i want to find out what they did i want to find all the stuff all of this so yeah yeah no 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 all good because I, i was the same way in school like i was like oh like it's summertime like it sucks i wasn't into i mean i didn't have activities and stuff to get into in the summer i mean i just hung out with friends but I missed that that thing of being in school and everything. And I thought it was just missing school. I didn't take it in the sense of like, oh, being around people. But it was that that energy of being around people. But it I correlated that with school and everything. And so that was, yeah, definitely me growing up. I mean, that was me in middle school, just uh, being around people, hanging around folks. Um, same in high school, even though during both of those, I was I was a shy person. I was 
a shy person in middle school, in high school. Um, but again, just really enjoyed being around other people and um, that energy. And so uh, looking at that and like what's really understanding what um, being an extrovert is, what, what, Chris, what do you enjoy about being an extrovert? Um, I mean, I enjoy the fact that I get to be around people. Like, I don't find hanging out with my friends like, I don't want to say a chore, because that means introverts in a very, very bad light. But, like, I like the fact that I don't have, like, a finite amount of time that I can, a finite amount of energy that I can use when being around people. Mm-hmm. Like, the more I'm with the people I love and the people I care about, just people in general, the more I just want to be with those people because they feed me and make me want to be with them more. Whereas I know that people I know who are introverted, like, they get to the point where even if they're with their, like, best friend and the person that, you know, they're ride or die people, like, at some point they're just like, I'm over this. Can I go home now? Mm-hmm. So, like, and I don't ever want to experience that. Like, and I know I'll I mean, presumably I've never experienced that in my life because the E is very strong. So, yeah. Yeah, and so same here. I mean, that's what I enjoy about being an extrovert as well. I love the I love the high energy because, for the most part, people are everywhere. People are, I mean, you go to the store, you go to the mall, you go to the park. Um, right. People are everywhere, and so, and that's always an opportunity to. Um, to meet new people. I remember when I was transferring from uh, DVC over to um, Cal State East Bay and people were like, oh, well, like, aren't you like, you know, um, like, are you going to be nervous or whatever? Like, you don't know anybody over there, this, that, and the third. And like, my mindset was, I got a bunch of friends over there. I just haven't met them yet. <laughs> and and so that, w- that was my thought process, um, you know, really learning and knowing about myself and just again, just being around people um, was always just always a good thing, even though I didn't know in a sense it was naturally being an extrovert and getting that energy. But I just knew I like being around people. And so like, like I just touched on, you know, I could go anywhere um, and there's people and everything. But this COVID-19 has stopped people from going out. And so um, COVID-19 is the enemy to the to the extrovert. Um, it is, I was joking with Chris before we got on here and I was saying, if this was a zombie apocalypse, extroverts, we would be good right now. They'd be like, oh my God, people. I mean, we'll have to run from them, but it'd be a whole horde of people outside. So this, this COVID-19, COVID-19 is the complete opposite of, uh, our extrovertness, Chris. It's like. No, just think about staying in, and I'm like, for three weeks oh, working from home, and I'm like... Yeah. No, I, yeah, I remember leaving work today and getting in my car, and as I was, like, walking out of my office, like, I turned around and I took a look, and it wasn't even necessarily that I missed my office, but I missed, like... And it wasn't even, like, I missed the routine of, like, getting up, eating breakfast, getting in my car, mm-hmm. listening to my music or listening to a podcast and getting to work. Like, so it's, it's not all that. It's the fact that that office means that I have a chance to be with, you know, coworkers that I love, the students that I love, like all of these people in my life um, that, you know, make me feel more energetic and bring me the energy and kind of the flavor of my life. And to not have that for 
three weeks is gonna be at least three weeks is a lot. It's like it's almost like it's almost like a punishment. Huh? It's almost like a punishment. It, 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 I don't want to say, I mean, it does a little bit. Like, it's just kind of like... I mean, Chris, it's okay to validate your feelings. I, I know it's okay to validate my feelings. I'm just trying to be very judicious about this because of, you know, we're, we're on a sensitive subject. So. Yeah, no, true. But I mean, we're, I mean, but we're not bashing people getting uh, sick and um, right. all of that stuff. I mean, we're just talking about, like, how, how this affects us and, like, that how we're... And, and again, like, there's other people out here that are going to listen to this and can can totally relate, and they're like, Chris, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's just kind of where it is at this point. Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I, I had that same feeling um, as you today, and um, it was odd in a bit because I had a combination today of like extrovertness and introvertness um at work i didn't leave work until super late but that was one because just working on a project so i was by myself um for a while and then two then i did a zoom bible study with some of the folks from my church so i had the balance of both um both um but it really it really was that sadness because we both enjoy what we do um we're some of the most fortunate people um, in this life that we really love what we do. And a lot of people don't get that from their, um, careers. And so not having that aspect and not having the aspect of working with students, which is one of the most rewarding things you can do in this life. Um, it sucks knowing that we're gone from that place for three weeks and yeah, you can like do a call in and do some text messages, do some FaceTimes, some Zooms and all this stuff, but it's it's not the same. And that's the thing about the uh, extrovert and some introverts might be like, oh, well, you can like talk, talk to them on the phone, but it's something it's different. It's about the physical energy that you get from somebody that you get from the bodies and everything. Um, and like one of my stories, as we segued in, into my next um, one well, to the one into one of the questions um, but there's times like on the weekend, as I stated earlier, that I live by myself and sometimes I'll, I'll just stay in like the whole weekend. But when it gets to about to that, like Sunday afternoon, I really start feeling that, that extrovertness. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to the mall. The mall is like right down the street from me. And I'll just walk around the mall and it's that energy of the mall is different people. Um, and all of that, that really, help give me that little boost that I need. And I'm like, okay, like I'm good. Like I just, I just, I just needed that boost of people seeing other people seeing interactions. And so Chris, my question for you is what is a memory you have that's similar to a situation situation um, like this, where you were in a sense secluded for a while? <laughs> I told the, I laughed because I feel like I planted this story to, I planted this question for me to tell this particular I was story. I was just hey maybe you had another one Chris so I mean you I, know this is I mean anytime this topic comes up of like extroversion and my affinity towards people like this is the first story you go to and obviously you've heard it probably at least twice now but you know it's probably like the fourth time not heard it unless one of it happens to be somebody I've to told the story to also but uh so my undergrad institution, UC San Diego, at the time, only offered two years of guaranteed housing for traditional undergrads. And so most students, um, their third and fourth year, moved to off-campus housing 
in the community, you know, apartments or whatnot. And so third year, I got, a, you know, I got my friends. We found a place. There was a whole adventure around that that I'm going to get into because it doesn't contribute to the story. But um, eventually got to the point where I'm like, all right, you know, I want to be early. I want to be ready. I don't want to move in like a couple days before school starts. So, and my, one of my roommates is from Southern California and he'd been down there for most of the summer getting everything situated or, you know, going back and forth between LA and San Diego to get situated. And so I figured it's so close to school that he's not going to go back to LA. So I'm like, I'm going to go back early. I'm going to, you know, do all my Ikea shopping, get everything set up, do all that stuff. Um, and then that, and then I have some time to get settled before school starts. And then I get there, I get settled, all that stuff, hugs to my parents, thank you for moving all my stuff back, Um, I'll be good, and they head back to the Bay Area, and then the day after, and this is about, probably about four days, four or five, four days before our other roommate moves in, the roommate that um, lives in SoCal was like, so Chris, I'm gonna go home for, until school starts, Um, so just you know, take care of the place, don't throw a crazy party, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, cool, sure, this will be fine. You know, <laughs> literally the meme of, like, the dog sipping the cup of coffee while the fires burn around him. And, uh, I was like, yeah, no, this will be fine. Yeah, it'll be okay. And so, obviously, I don't have anything to distract me. There's no school, so I don't really need to go to the library and things like that. Um and so I was like, Doug, I would go out and get food. And there was a little shopping plaza down the hill from my place. And so I would go there and get food. And that would be like my interaction with people. But at the same time, I didn't understand myself that well then. So I did a lot of, I'm going to grab this and go, grab this and go home and eat. Like, I didn't get that part from me. But so I got to the point where like, I think I realized I hadn't actually talked to anybody or actually even said anything to anybody. Um, other than, like, laughing at, like, a TV show I'm watching or anything like that for probably a good, like, two and a half or three days. And I still had about 24 hours before my our other roommate was coming back. And so uh, this is one of those times I go down to the place, get some food, walking back. The, my place was across the street from a Mormon temple. And so there were always Mormon missionaries wandering around and, usually, you know, and over the years, I would I would be polite. I'd say hi to them, but I never really engaged them in conversation because you know how that is. You talk to them, get too far. There's something like all this stuff, and I'm not about religion. Jesus like jujitsu. I'm not a church going fellow, um, but I was so starved to have like interaction with another human being and like needed to draw like to be that energy vampire and draw energy from another person that when this woman missionary says oh hey how you doing i'm like i great how you doing and (laughs) we proceed to have probably like a 20 to 30 minute conversation about just like How's life? How's thing? Oh, you go to you're from the Mormon temple. Oh yeah. Well, do you go to church? Oh well, I went to church as a kid, um, but I didn't go to church necessarily because of the religion. I went to church because my parent we lived across the street from one, and my parents thought it'd be a good idea. All this stuff. It was like my whole spiritual journey, and all the things that were associated with that. And we're walking towards the Mormon temple near across the street. At some point, I had to at 
least had the foresight to stop and be like, I don't want this guy to know where exactly where I live. Like, it's fine if he knows the building, but I don't want him to know, like, my door and, like, mm-hmm. come knock at my door. Hey, Chris, you want to go to church? So I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but at the same time, it was 30 minutes. It was 10 minutes to walk back to the place and then another 20 minutes of me standing there by, like, the mailboxes in my apartment, like, just having this conversation. And then once I felt like I was good, I was literally like, okay, yeah, no, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll definitely come check it out. It sounds like a really cool thing, and et cetera, et cetera. You know, never saw the guy again, but then I walked back. As I was walking back to the apartment, I'm like, oh, thank God. I feel so much better now. That gave me the energy to get to the rest of my roommates moving back in and all of that and then the school year starting and then then yeah it was good but that will always be the most like oh my god i'm so like drained that i need to talk to somebody like right now you 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 were goku and you got the energy from the people to make your spirit bomb so you were okay yeah and so uh if some of you are listening to this and you don't know who goku is just go ahead and youtube that uh dragon ball z and so, um, yeah, extroverts, introverts, um, like I said earlier, me and Chris both work in higher education and when those summer and winter breaks are here, um, it's a tough time as well. Um, even spring break when, uh, students are on campus because it's a physical energy. Um, we are physical beings and we all radiate a vibe and everything, you know, good, good vibes, bad vibes, but it's, um, again, about that energy of, people and connection and all that stuff and so it it drives it to a deeper level and a deeper connection and so that's why uh the shelter in place um thing that's going on across the country and we again we understand it for safety reasons and the quarantine and to you know try to in a sense suffocate it so it doesn't spread um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that um, we don't want to give advice and um, let the voices of the extroverts be heard. And so with that said, Chris, what uh, advice would you give our fellow extroverts in this moment of uh, seclusion? Um, I think, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, the people who are listening out there, they may not be in a place where they're having to necessarily shelter in place. Yeah. Yet I know the Bay Areas, the six Bay Area counties have done that, but it may not you may not be in that place yet. Um, but at the same time you should be limiting your social interaction. So I think like figuring out how you can draw your energy from do you have people that you would can, can you talk to or can you be around, you know, tap into a little bit of that introversion everybody does have and like figure out like who are your people that you feel comfortable reaching out to at a given moment and you know initiating a FaceTime chat initiating I would talk to my Um, people in my language (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the other thing is I think just really taking a look at what is and isn't allowed and you know understanding how you can do that like Orders specifically for San Francisco, and okay, now you know where I live. Yay, there's eight hundred thousand people there. Good luck finding you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if somebody does find you, that's going to be amazing detective work. Yeah. Um, hey, we saw some amazing detective work today. So yeah, oh, I was going to bring um, that sorry. up, but yeah, yeah like, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that's another big concept conversation entirely. But um, but yeah, finding out exactly how you can still be out in the world, be in there while still obeying the 
you know, the good advice of how to limit the spread. Um, like, for example, you know, we can still, in San Francisco, we can still go out and walk and hike and run and do things like that. Um, and as long as you're not doing it in a big group, as long as you maintain proper social distance, then that's still something you can do. We're not at the point yet where we're literally locked in our homes and you need permission to leave. So, like, um, making sure to understand what you can do and to maximize those opportunities. Um, you know, if you have people, you know, you know, vulnerable populations that you live with, like both my parents are who I live with are over 60 years old, like, you know, if you have to help them run an errand or if you need to be the one to pick up groceries, even though you're not the one who usually does it, that's a chance for you to be with the people, be with the people again and, you know, understand that. So, um, you know, working within the within those reasonable bounds. But I think the other thing is just making sure that you stay connected and it means that you're we're going to have to try to draw energy from someplace else and to make that effort um, because we're going to have to manufacture those connections now as opposed to just walking out in the world and having all that energy handed to us. We're going to have to manufacture some of that energy ourselves now. All right. And so my advice would be um, in these opportune moments, um, reaching out to people, those people who you haven't talked to in a while that you're, that you're still cool with and, you know, maybe have crossed your mind, but you just been so busy and occupied that you haven't reached out to them and doing some, uh, video calling. Cause I don't want to just make it FaceTime. So it's like that whole iPod thing. When everybody called anything that was an MP3 player, uh, iPod. Um, and so it's, uh, really just reaching out, um, using tools like zoom, uh, Google duel, um, all right. And also I, I know, um, yesterday I saw yesterday was Sunday. Yeah. Uh, a group of folks were putting together a, um, virtual party, um, which was pretty cool and everything. So something to do like that. Um, if you're a gamer going online and connect with some folks that way, um, like Chris said, be very cautious of what you're doing. Um, I mean, in the moment here on the West Coast, um, we're still in that mode of um, you can go out for essential things. Maybe you go to Target and you're in there just a little bit longer or something um, to get that energy. But really um, take this as a time to connect with um, others more. And then also focusing on things that you may have wanted to do as far as projects and things right now. And that's like uh, one of my things that I'm going to do is just focusing on projects. Um, cause a lot of times I, I see with extroverts, the activities we involve ourselves in or the projects we think about are in a sense to connect with other people. And so that could be something, um, you can really focus on at this time, <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, develop. So that would be my advice. And this is advice for any time. So even, I mean, outside, once we get clear and past this, um, those moments of when you do have to be maybe secluded or um, not as outgoing um, as you can, just taking those opportunities to um, connect with those who um, you can. Like I will probably uh, reach out to my oldest brother a little bit more um, and talk to him. And then also my brother in Vegas, cause they're going through the same thing as well. So just really making that intention to like, reach out and um, talk to some people on a deeper level. So that could be a, a thing you can practice. And, and I, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Well, I was going to say, and I think for those of us who are going to start reaching out more and under, you have to, you'll have to understand who the people you're reaching out to, what their like energy profile is. Are they like a low E? Are they, you know, are they a, a slight E? Are they a heavy E? Like Doug and I are both heavy E's, but like, you know, if they are, aren't as extroverted or maybe if they are introverts, then you have to be respectful of the fact that they have limited energy that they can provide you. Yeah, just don't be calling everybody, just call everybody, but, you know, be yeah. mindful. Yeah. Because, again, this is Christmas for some introverts, so you got to you gotta know who you're calling. Right. And so, with that said, uh, Chris, any last words? I mean, stay safe, stay healthy, you know, stay inside as much as you can. I know this whole thing was about how we're coping and how it's going to suck for us, but you know, we want everybody to get through this. We want we want to make sure that we're all, you know, healthy and able and all the people around us that we love are healthy also. So, you know, if that means taking one for the team in whatever way that means, then you're going to have to please do that. Um, but you know, stay strong. We'll get through this. Um, things will be fine on the other you know once this is all through um and maybe we'll all have learned something about ourselves and the world as a whole after all this wow you're really going today was the today was the day of counselor chris today dude where <laughs> things start slowing down and counselor chris comes out man uh this is a reference to something earlier folks but uh counselor chris is, is definitely showing his chops today um uh, my someone's gonna be listening to this it's like oh i hear the voice change yeah no that that when counselor chris comes in it's like uh mr rogers changing his shoes and his sweater um it's a whole different person uh my advice um and and i hear all what chris is saying have fun people um have fun enjoy this time like chris said like try to learn something out of this um everything happens for a reason um and in a season um yeah, and do you to the best of your ability? Um, Chris isn't gonna like this, but I'm telling you, if 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 twenty four if twenty four hour fitness is still open, I'm getting in there. I'm I'm getting in there. My uncle was telling me today. He was like, Doug, don't do it. My, I'm telling you, I can't get this COVID stop these gains and losses. Like, I mean, I we 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 got to get this in. I don't put too much work in to uh to to stop now. Um, but people have fun um take care of yourselves take care of your loved ones um and be kind to yourselves and be kind to those around you let's all just be good human beings um we all share this planet together and um should take care of each other um me and chris were laughing today because i was asking him about um we're both tall individuals um i'm six foot four chris is a six foot um and we were just laughing um, about with all of this stuff. And not in the sense of this stuff, but as tall people, when we go to the grocery store and uh, vertically challenged folk give us that look or ask us uh, for help to reach something. And we both have had that experience. So that was just a hilarious thing. I don't even know why I brought that up, but it's just nice little add on to the addition of... Um, you know, it's, it's about liberty and it's about you know appreciating the little things that happen to all of us. And human beings connecting and helping each other. There we go. Thank you, right. Counselor Chris, for bringing me back into focus. That was a very good job. <laughs> um, so... You. you know I got you. So folks, um, again, take care. Be safe. Wash those hands. Um, I, I saw a thing. If you uh, hum the 
Cisco song, the thong, the thong. Uh, while you wash your hands, you're good. So go ahead and do that. Yeah, um, I'm a bigger fan of the uh, Say the Team Rock, Team Rocket motto. You know, the uh, um, uh, Pokemon. Prepare for trouble, make it double. That's about 20 seconds. So oh, okay, yeah. you, know, you say that to yourself, and that there's your hand washing right there. What's up, brother? What, what up, uh, quarantine homie? <laughs> quarantine work, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Back in, it's your boy Doug again here. Um, part two of the COVID-19 and cri- a crisis for the extrovert. I got my boy Cam here with me. What's up, Cam? What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? We in the, we in the building. We quarantined. Yeah, we, we, de- we definitely in the building. Like, we, de- we definitely in the building right now, so. Exactly. Quarantine Chronicles. Quarant- oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I want y- y'all want to have my boy Cam on. Uh, me and Cam known each other for, the, like, the last few years, um, working in career services and just trying to help people grow and develop in their professional develop uh developness and in their work and everything and so as like we were talking about this COVID-19 um out here in the Bay Area we are in a state of uh shelter in place and so as a lot of people are looking at this as a great opportunity for the introverts nobody's talking about the extroverts and so I was like well we're gonna put a voice to the extroverts and so uh Cam and myself um we both identify as extroverts as you heard with Chris earlier, uh, you know, just the details of what that mean and all of that of what an extrovert means. So, Cam, um, what has been your life as far as an extrovert? Like, when did you know you were extrovert and all of that stuff? I think for me, just being young and um, not being necessarily afraid to, to speak up and engage with people. I mean, I think we all react differently in different situations. No one is just always one thing. But I think for me... You know, I was never afraid to introduce myself in class. I was never afraid to, um, you know, to to engage in something or to make people feel welcome in a space. And so, to me, I think that that kind of details like being an extrovert, like not being afraid to be in front of people, being given delivering the welcome speech, doing that type of stuff. I think that is, you know, I think that's where it starts. Yeah, 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 most definitely. And so, like me and Chris touched on in the first half. Just talking about how, you know, definitely the extrovertness of that, but also the development of being around people and really getting that energy, um, you know, drawn from the crowd and everything, um, because a lot of people get it mixed up when, oh, like an extrovert is a person who, like you said, like, you know, go out there, connect with the people, do all that stuff. But introverts can do that as well. They just do it. They recharge differently. They go and hang out with their small group of friends or themselves. And so, yeah, that extrovertness of connecting with people, reaching out, going and doing, doing, um, in a sense, like bombastic things. Some people might be like, oh my God, how do you do that? Like, that's crazy. Like, I'm sure you've had a bunch of those experiences with like colleagues, classmates or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, I think though, from being an extrovert, I do think that, um, I have realized that the recharge is necessary because we give of ourselves, like in a room full of people, we keep the conversation going. We welcome people into our space, into the space. We find out what makes people comfortable and all that stuff. So I do, I do believe that there are times where we need to, to recharge, but, um, you know, I think extrovert to me, you see people, you, you're willing to, you're willing to engage with the entire group at the same time. And I think a lot of people who are introverted, they kind of go like person to person. They'll find Mm. who they can talk to person to person. And I think extroverted people 
I mean, unless you're doing something crazy to us, we're just kind of like, we'll talk to everybody and bring everybody in simultaneously and all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's a trip. I actually never looked at it in that manner, but that totally makes sense. I was um, actually with some folks the other day, and whenever I'm in a space like with people I know, and if a new person comes in, I always make sure to check to make sure that everybody knows each other. And it's odd when I'm in spaces like that, and people don't do that, like the person who's controlling that space. Um, and it catches people off guard a lot when they're like, oh, well, like, you know, thank you, Doug, for like, you know, introducing us. And it's not to say like, oh, they're best friends now, but you're, well, like you said, welcoming people into a space. And I think that's very vital. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the, that's the thing is I've always had that, the goal of wanting people to be comfortable where we were at, you know, everybody, whether it's male or female, just making sure that people feel like they're wanted in that space and they can be themselves in that space as long as they're not being negative. Like that's always been, that's always been like a goal of mine. I think that it's like a extroverted gift and in, in a burden at the same time. Yeah. And so you played uh, hoops, you played hoops for a long part of your life. You played uh, basketball collegiately. How did you see your uh, extrovertness play out? Like um, as far as like being on a team and playing basketball in particular? I think that's a good question, man. I think, um, I think it, I think it's more like, um, what I would say personally for myself is like um, you have to balance your desire or your propensity to be social with your desire to focus on what you have to do sometimes. It's like you're always around 12 to 13 other people and four other coaches and you know, you want to talk to them. You want to find out what's going on with them. You want people to feel comfortable. You want mm-hmm. to make sure that there's a, a dynamic within the team where people are gelling and clicking but the reality is like that's not always going to be happening with all you know 15 players and four coaches you're going to sometimes you're going to have to just focus on what you have to do and 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 make people uncomfortable to get like a task done and you know and i think that that's like that's like like for example for somebody being extroverted we would hear stories about how Kyrie Irving would be like reserved and distance distance himself from his teammates and it would be like a four-alarm fire because he's one of the star players on the team. And for me, being an extrovert, like, that would be terrible for me to do that to my, Mm -hmm. like, I would feel genuinely bad doing that to my teammates. But sometimes you need that time to, like, refocus and process what you're dealing with as a player. So I think it's like balancing the social obligation with your obligation to be a part of that team and produce on the court. You have to figure both of those out because you can't just be Kawhi Leonard and just be like I didn't feel like talking today I came and did my job and I went home you know <laughs> uh, most definitely yeah like i mean a lot of those guys trip me out um in that sense because it's always about bringing people together and and that's definitely one of the things that i enjoy about um being an extrovert is really bringing people together connecting people i feel like one of my my superpowers in this in this life is bringing people together and connecting people um for whatever that may be so what are some of the things that you enjoy about uh cam as the extrovert I mean, I would say, like, I would I would say being able to, like, command a space. Like, that, that, okay. that is a real good feeling. Like, being able to have your presence felt in a room and, and feel like you can, you can, you can compete in any room you go into. Like, you're not just blending into the wall. I feel like, you know, you have to be, you have to be cognizant of that so you don't overpower or overwhelm other people yeah. just by yeah. coming in and, yeah, yeah, jumping in head first and then you seem like you're arrogant or, like, 
you're not feeling the room out. But I definitely enjoy just being able to be in a room, be in a space, and people will remember that you were there. They'll be like, yeah, I remember when we were there and then Cameron came in or, you know, Cameron and Doug came in and this is the the mood changed or the level went up. Like, I think to me, that's like, that's a that's a benefit of being an extrovert is like you, you impact the energy of a space in a room and the ebb and flow of things. Yeah, no, that's definitely like the uh, when you say that, it makes me think of the, I believe it's the Maya Angelou quote where it says, um, what is it? Is uh, it's not about how uh, what you said? Like people won't remember what you said; they'll remember how you made them feel. Um, yeah. And that's like very, very impactful. I remember in grad school, um, in one of my classes, we did this activity where we all went around the room and said something about each other, like a, a compliment. And one of the uh, classmates, she said, and this was a counseling program. I did a master's in counseling. She said that. Like when I when I'm in the room, when I enter the room or whatever, like it's like I can give a person a hug without giving them a hug and like make them feel warm. And I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like that's just like crazy to like really think about and understand that like people are feeling that way. And I'm not even trying to do anything. I'm just naturally like being myself and really trying to bring people together. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like that. That's actually you know, like that, that definitely is, is, is important being able to make people feel your presence. And like I said, it's most of this stuff to me is like a gift and a curse. You can use yeah. it to mm-hmm. either be like, you can be Martin Luther King, Maya Angelou, or you can be like Hitler, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can be, you can be Thanos or you can be Captain America. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you got to learn how to harness it. I think that comes with age and wisdom and making mistakes and, you know, understanding your relationships with people and, and, and how you fit in certain circles and all that stuff. But I definitely think it can be used as a powerful tool to, to move things forward for sure. Yeah, no, it always, it always tripped me. I was just talking about that, how like in the comic books and stuff and in movies with, with supervillains, it always tripped me out how supervillains tag together and like will make a thing like they had the Legion of, uh, was it the Legion of Doom or whatever with like Lex Luthor. But it's like, y'all know y'all can't trust each other, but y'all about to follow this dude. It's like so like he has that care that charismaticness about himself to bring them together, but it's like y'all really can't trust each other. Right. So right. so so yeah. that's so that's always a trip. So like we were talking about in, in the beginning of this, uh we're in this uh we're quarantine uh homies, quarantine buddies. Um, in the sense of this uh, shelter in place, and so um, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, "Man, I was like, man, COVID nineteen is really the enemy of the extrovert." And I'm like, I ain't even really been outside, and I was joking at work uh, yesterday in the sense of I'm gonna be like uh, Denzel Washington in uh, the Book of Eli, just like walking around the streets, just like roaming, looking for somebody um, with just how this thing got. But uh, how this thing got you feeling, man? Man, it feels like I was just I was just joking with my wife earlier. It feels like being in like a really nice jail. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because the thing is like, people are like, "Oh my god, you feel like you're in jail." It's like, no. Here's why. Here's why. It's not that like you can't go anywhere. So it's like you you're you're on like a like a property like house arrest, but like you're in the whole point of shelter in place is you're not supposed to go places. Yeah. So it's like you can't just be like you know what. I'm at home with my kids. We're going to go to the movies. Nope, you can't go to the movies. Like, because you're sitting in a chair and you don't know when it's been cleaned. <laughs> so, like, you can't go to the movies, 
right? Restaurant, you can't even take the kids to go do things that kids do to burn off energy inside. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to be outside in an open space. You can't take your kids to go play with other kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing. So, like, you're literally in the house. And like you're like anything you do as a routine, the crazy thing is like you know that that might be your routine for like the next fourteen <laughs> days. You know what I'm saying? Go to the park, come home, watch TV, eat. Go to the park, come home, watch TV, eat. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it, it definitely feels like that uh, the the cartoon thing where that uh, cartoon character has the same outfit in their closet all the time. It's the same outfit. Doug, Doug Funny had the same outfit with that. Yeah. Green yep. sweater vest and them uh, them khaki shorts and uh, the white uh, the white shirt under that 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 did not change. Exactly, and that that is how it feels. Like you know, that to me is like that's when when people ask, it's like it's not that like when you're home, like that's one thing, like being home and whatever. But like when when you are being told by the state or mm-hmm. by your county, like that things are going to be shut down unless you absolutely positively like services that you need, like banks and like medical stuff. Like you can't even go sit inside a restaurant and have lunch with your family. Like that's a whole different. And then, you know, everything is all upside down. Like you go to the grocery store, people are hoarding and, you know, bumping and arguing and ain't no parking spots. It's like, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's, it's, it's wild. Like I saw on, um, I think Instagram or some or Facebook, one of the two this morning, there was like a message from the CEO of uh, Costco. I was like, man, I was like, is this getting real wild out of here? So yeah, man, this is COVID-19, the extroverts, I'm telling y'all, we out here struggling. So make sure y'all check on us. If you got extroverted friends, um, what what is a memory you have that may be something like close to this where like you were in a sense maybe restricted or you couldn't fully exert your um, extrovertness because I mean the the amazing thing about being an extrovert is like we just need people around and like it's so it's it's in a sense can be anything anywhere um, but be again being restricted is, is definitely different so do you have something that's been like similar like this in your in your life? Man, I'm, there's, there's this funny this is funny memory that me and my wife talk about all the time. Before we were married, she had an internship working for a um, a marriage like a, a, a not a marriage a wedding planning company, mm-hmm. and and so they flew her out to um, L.A. to do a wedding for this couple in Malibu, and so. I went with her. I'm like, cool, I'm going to fly out. You know, the ticket is like, you know, 60 bucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking we're going, I'm thinking me and her are going, and she's going to go do the wedding for a couple hours, and then we're going to have, like, time to go explore L.A. and do all this type of stuff. And they got her a hotel in Thousand Oaks, and I had never been to Thousand Oaks before. I had heard of it, but I didn't know, like, how far it was from L.A. or nothing like that. And Thousand Oaks is like 45 minutes 35, 45 minutes away from, like, the basic, the central L.A. area. Mm-hmm. So so we get there at, like, 11 o'clock at night. We check in because we flew in on a Friday. So we had to work, then go to the airport, fly. We didn't leave till like, 9. We got there at, like, 10, and we drove to Thousand Oaks, and we got a rental car. They, they, they paid for her to get a rental car. And so what I'm not realizing is 
Thousand Oaks, where the hotel was, it was like in a residential area. So there was like nothing around <laughs> the hotel. It was just like apartment, 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 then the hotel, then like streets and apartments. It was nothing. So she took the rental car to drive to Malibu the next morning to go to the, the wedding. Mm-hmm. And so, and this was before Uber, this was before Lyft, this was before all that. So I realized probably like halfway through the day that there's like nothing around me to do. There's no shopping centers. There's no like places I could go work out. Like I'm literally in this hotel room. I walked like two miles (laughs) down the street, looked at Google Maps, everything. All it was was just house, 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 no parks, nothing. So I'm like, bruh, I'm like, shut here. Like, there's, like, just nothing to do. And so then, like, I just go back to the room. I start doing push-ups. I start doing sit-ups. I start, like, walking around the hotel. Ain't nothing, no no food, nothing. <laughs> and, like, bruh, I, like, I will never. And then she didn't even get back till, like, 7 o'clock at night. So I'm mm. sitting in this room just, like, solo all day. And it had, like, basic cable, like, 25 channels. And so I just sat in that room for, like, 13 hours with nothing to Jesus. do, bro. Ooh. And I'll never forget that feeling. Like, I had no, I was looking on the map like, dang, that, that's three and a half, four miles away. I can't walk four miles to go do, like, a shopping center. Like, it was crazy. So, I like, I always think about that when I just got to be in the house for, like, yeah. an extended period mm-hmm. of time. So... Nah, that man, that's ooh, I, yeah. You better than me. I, I man, thirteen hours. <laughs> oh man, you can only do so much sleeping, and like you said, so much TV watching. Like, yeah, man, that's 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 a struggle. And so, yeah, I mean, I've I've had moments like that. We, you know, we both work in education, and it hits me like that in the summer and the spring. I mean, in the, uh, in the fall when they're on break, because um, just not having that energy around, and I'm like. Oh, and I gotta go like talk to people, which I naturally do, but it's just that that different energy that 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 students bring, our population of people bring um, to a place. And so, as folks are out here in this in this quarantineness of uh, 2020, um, God, we're only in March, and this is like where we're at right now. It still trips me out. Um, what advice would you give to our fellow extroverts out there to uh, help them make it through this moment? Man, I would say. I would say I would say take some time to do something that you've been meaning to do, even though it's like sometimes it seems like a like a hassle to start something like mm-hmm. that or you know, you want to do something else. But I would say take this time to start something or get into a routine that you wanna be in, even if it doesn't involve anybody else, because that's my goal. Like my goal right now is until before the shelter in place is lifted, I'm gonna have finished my doctorate because I don't have to get up every day and go to work. I have time to be at home on my computer doing certain things or, you know, I have the weekend where, like, I'm not commuting, all that stuff. So, like, I, there's it, to me, I'm like, there's no excuse why I shouldn't use this time to come back to work, done with my program, and then to get workouts in. Like, with, those are two solo things that I know if I at least make an effort to work on my doctorate every day of these 18, 19, or whatever, you know, 14, 15 work days mm-hmm. and then and then get a workout in, then I know at least I'm going to do something where I get that sense of achievement. And then I would say because we're extroverts, man, like you got to find one COVID-19 free person <laughs> to just be able to hang out with. Like just go 
over the house, bro. Like you, you have to. Like, oh, man. you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't be in the house all day. Like we're not, we're not built for that. But you gotta find somebody that you can just go over their house. You know they're not out being around hella people, and like go watch a movie. Like, like pick like a TV show that you haven't watched. And go binge watch it all over again, and you haven't seen it in like eight years. Watch all mm-hmm. the seasons all the way through again, and just do that, and then be low key with it. Man, I've been I've been video calling people like crazy, like never before today. I was like, I don't, I don't think I did like two or three of them things today. I'm like, let me see your face, <laughs> like just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so like, and I like ran into my neighbor from upstairs, and me and him chatted for a minute about the he a Patriots fan, so the Tom Brady thing. So he uh he he up here struggling with that right now. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so, so that's that's tough for him. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, it's, it's rough out here for these extroverts. And then nobody out here having this conversation about us. We out here struggling. We, we like to be around people. We like to be around energy. Um, sometimes it's just going to the store and that energy is just fine. You don't have to always, as an extrovert, engage with somebody in the conversation. But it's it's that energy of just being around people. Um, but like also Cam was touching on, you know, that, that holding that space for people and commanding that space to, to have them feel good and work towards something as and as two people who work in education um that's why we're there in education like just loving to help students grow see succeed and thrive in everything that they're doing um and so they're going through this as well and so it's 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 a trip um it's going to be a very interesting uh next two and a half weeks and we'll see where we move from there i know they said the nba might be back before july so i know a lot of people are like Super excited about that. And so, uh, man, we'll see. So, Cam, I thank you for your time and your pleasure, man. I know you got to get back to the fam and everything and uh, get that quick workout in that you said you're going to get in, man. But I, I appreciate it, man. Man, yes, sir, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to go and get this workout in, get this get this quick work in solo. Nobody around me. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, sharing, nobody sharing workout gear. But it's my pleasure, man. We definitely got to, you know, this is, this is, this is how the extroverts get help. You know what I'm saying? Talk to other extroverts. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta, gotta talk to our, our gang, man. All right, man. You take it easy. All right, man. You too, bro. All right, peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Being Undead. I really hope you got something out of this. And if you did, go ahead and make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. I want to hear from you. Also, you can reach me on Instagram at digunduck or email me at digunduck at gmail.com. Share this with your family, friends, co-workers, and your squad. I look forward to your comments. And with that, keep digging, y'all. Peace out.